The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. season eight right and i feel like the whole season is trying to figure out what one let's just i want to ask you guys this is is it a good ending or does the dead win <laughs> why did they have to be separate well yeah said that the dead are back. Okay. Is a, yeah okay okay well, a, I, that's a, a exactly. good question i think i've seen a theory where the where the dead win but it's a good thing i've been telling you this since like last thanksgiving the dead are good okay. guys it's a fact now, it's just a straight up fact well, I, I have one problem with that theory. So you talk about the theory that I mean, can I can I spout it out? You can spout out what yeah, go, so. we might have different theories. I've got a my own. Well, I haven't seen it anywhere else, but go ahead. Well, the the theory that I saw that the the guy had is the Night King because I was wondering what's the Night King's motivation. Yeah, and the Night King's potential motivation could be to get to God's eye, which is the Isle of Faces, which, right, is, which where is where the, the children, children of, the, of forest. the forest and the first men made their first pact, and there's the most weirwood trees there. Curiously, also and where so, uh, Liana and Rhaegar got married. Mm-hmm. Fun fact to add oh, on Oh, is that. it really? Yes, I, it is. Okay, excellent, excellent. But so if potentially the Night King gets to the God's Eye or the Isle of Faces, then the magic spell can be broken and all the dead would come back alive. Well, interesting. So that That's not what I've been thinking be, about at all, but yeah. Well, mm-hmm. because the reason that might be the Night King's motive is because Bran is the Night King, and he's trying to make that happen. I okay. have that too. I agree. <laughs> I mean, that's a that's an interesting theory that, that explains a, really a lot theory. of, mm-hmm. that brings a lot of things together, I think. I, I'm not sure I buy that because then the White Walkers, I, I believe in that theory, would turn to dust. I think they would, because they were made by the children of the forest trying to fight the first men because the first men were cutting down all the weirwood trees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't see how the white walkers or the night King get to live if that happens. And I can't see, I know they're created by the magic that the children of the forest did, but they still want to live. I would think. So I don't think they could be well, benevolent to go there to kill themselves. So I think, I think dad's answer then is that the white walkers all die. All the white walkers are just the white. I think sword. they would have to. And then no, uh, the, the, well, the, What's the the whites are the the dead right? Yeah. They're the right. See, so yeah, I think the whites would come back alive, and the White Walkers, the chiefs. So the, those, you know, so those like twelve King. or so people we've seen, and who knows how many else? Maybe zero, maybe a hundred. They all because right. they made the sacrifice, they all die. Um, and then everybody else that has ever died comes back to life. So That's what does that mean? What does that mean for like Jon Snow and Danny? Do they lose? Do they get well, killed? But, but the, there, there's going to be a huge battle, and so the battle will be between the dead and the living. 
the dead night king wanting to get to God's eye to do perhaps a benevolent thing, but the the living don't know that. So they're going to fight. A lot of them are going to die. And I think that there will be a few of the leaders of the living still alive, perhaps John, perhaps Danny, perhaps others that might be contenders for the Iron Throne, and one of them will become the next leader. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. I, uh, it's a possibility. Yeah, I don't know. One thing, one thing I really hope that happens in season eight is like, so f- up to this point, we don't know anything about the Night King. Like, we j- he, there's no personality to him, there's no motives. We don't know if it, he's a good we don't know if his motive spears, is like that, Dad. He's a good, or, yeah. yes, we know that. Yeah. <laughs> Except for when he threw that spear to hit, when he, when he hit the, 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 dra- the first dragon hit, then he has that second spear he's coming out with, or actually, no, sorry, back up. He misses when with he the threw first. that. When he threw that first one, well, he hits, I think, the first one, and then he goes to get a second one and misses when they're flying away. Okay, yeah, I think you're when right. When he throws that first one and hits the first dragon, why not just hit the dragon that Danny and all of them are sitting on right in front of him? Well, Kevin, Instead, I he's going to aim for the one up in the sky. Uh, a, a spear to dragon, but I don't think it's just going to be like you just pick and choose which one you want to kill. Like, I think he's throwing... I would rather aim for the one that's not moving Standing on the still. ground than <laughs> yeah. the one that's flying in the air. No, that's a fair point. And that you know, and it has the living you, people on it. The that those that episode may be my least favorite of the entire Game of Thrones because there's so little explanation for like how how far did Gendry have to run to go get Daenerys? Like that yeah. none of that makes sense to me. There are so many issues I have with that episode. How long did they yeah. stand there yeah. on that damn lake? starving to death waiting for a, a dragon to come up from dragonstone which yeah. you know i mean i understand dragons fly quickly but like this this takes months of travel for the hound and aria and the dragon's there in an hour and a half like no i don't i don't buy that well and that's what kind of sucks i mean season seven there's a lot of good like there's a lot of great parts in it but the way they sped things up and that's what i'm worried about with season eight too it it did hurt us a little bit because like this, the part where those, that group of whatever, I forget how many of them there are, but 12. the group of five or There's seven, 12. however, 12, okay. There's 12, but I think there are like a few red, red shirts, dad. You might, you might know that terminology, but, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But they're they're going out there and and like that just the scenes of Beric and John talking about like God of Light mm-hmm. and motives and and what what we're really going for and then like Torment and the Hound. I could listen to Torment and the Hound talk for hours. Like their dialogue was just hilarious, and we. We just sped it up for 10 minutes and then got to that battle and then got to Gendry running miles and miles and miles. Like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just speeding it up so fast. I'm with you. It just kind of lost will say a that. lot and we didn't get explained a lot. Here's something that I realized today. Hannah was talking to me and and she she called me out on a little bit is that we actually have more of this series than we had of the last series. This is six episodes, but they're each going to be an hour and a half long, which means that there's nine hours of footage or nine hours of, of episode mm-hmm. that we're going to watch, which the last series, I think, or the last season was, I think, eight episodes. So that was only eight hours. Mm-hmm. So we're actually getting much closer to a full season than we would normally. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's worth noting that, that well, there's more so, of the season than I always imagined, but there's still it is still a shortened season. So on some more speculation into this season and, and, and the Night King and the big war. It seems like in the trailers they're showing a lot of the crypts. Ooh, do we think? I haven't watched a single trailer, but I do think the crypts matter so much. Well, they're showing. Well, the first one's just it, the first one. Do you not want to know the trailers, LJ? No, no, no. Please go ahead. That's fine. Watch I haven't watched them? it because oh, okay, I don't okay. like watching the storytelling happen and then watch it again. Like I'd rather see. Well, it honestly, I think the Game of Thrones it. people. 
I think they're really good about, they know all the random theories, not all the theories, but they have an idea of all the different theories out there. So they just, they like screwing with us. Kind yeah. of. Like, oh, certainly. Mm-hmm. There's, there's going to be an area where long claws sitting on the ground with blood on it and no one's around it. And so they're, they're Does that they're happen just in the trailer? Like, that might not ever, that's in one of the trailers. And okay. I, I, they're good about it. If you watch some of their older trailers, they'll show you something and it never actually happens in the series. They really? just put it in the trailer. Cause that's they're like, clever. Oh my God, is John Snow going to die? <laughs> And and all that, yeah. But it just seems like the crypts are involved a lot in these in these trailers. And I wonder, mm-hmm. can the Night King bring like Cat back? Ned's body's not there with them, so I don't think they could bring Ned back. But could they bring back some of the dead Starks if their bodies are there? I don't it's know. It's interesting know. that you ask that. First off, the the first interesting thing to me is that uh, as uh, as someone who just watches the show, I, I, I imagine you don't know who Lady Stoneheart is. Is that accurate? Uh, I've heard people talk about it and stuff on some different stuff I've listened to, but no, I don't. So I don't know the, the whole theory through the Lady book. Stoneheart is actually Catelyn Stark gets mm-hmm. brought back instead of Beric Dondarrion at one point. Um, and so then she right. leads the Brotherhood Without Banners in the books. And they've completely cut that from the series. It just doesn't exist. So it's interesting that you would bring up that uh, Catelyn Stark gets brought back. I, I, that's just uh, an interesting theory well, that might like tag into something that happens in the books, uh, but doesn't happen in the show. But yeah, no, I think I actually think that the the Starks are um, actually uh, White Walkers. Uh, honestly, I think that the Starks are. are I'll, I'll read this entire theory to you that I've come up with about how Bran the Builder was the prince that was promised, and the prince that was promised isn't what we think it means. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think I think the Starks can be brought back at the at the sound of a horn that was found across the wall uh, that. Uh, that Sam has with him currently, and that will be instrumental in either defeating or aiding the Knights King. I'm not sure which at this point. Who or, has the horn? Sam currently Sam. Has it. Yeah, we. So there was that scene where he was over across the wall with uh, his buddy. I believe it was uh, Dolorous Ed and uh, Grin, maybe the one that killed the giant. I think both of them yeah. with Sam were across the wall. This was the Craster expedition, I believe, and they yeah. find this like bag full of. Uh, obsidian oh, in a horn, yeah, yeah. and he's in yes. the books at least he's kept this horn they bring it up every time he travels that he's still got this horn with him and uh there is lore in the books uh again i haven't read the books i just read a little bit of the first book but um there's lore in the books that this might be the horn of winter which uh one of the kings beyond the wall blew at some point that awoke giants and those giants may be dead starks just an interesting theory to me is that if you blow this horn near Winterfell, then dead Starks arise to help fight a battle of some sort. And so that's why nobody has explored the um, the tombs and also why the tombs are guarded with steel swords so they can get up and just grab their damn sword and walk out. And uh, yeah. Well, they, they it does seem like the trailers have shown a lot of, of crypts and I just think the crypts have something to play. And if nothing else, they show area. They show a sec, a spot where like Varys is down there. I think with maybe Samwell or something. Really? Oh, that's and, interesting. And there we go. Oh wow! I didn't well, think about the horn. I just now thought about Samwell and the horn. But we yeah. say, does it show? Does it? Well, what I was going to say. Does it show Samwell and whoever you just said like Varys. dead in the crypt? No, it, it was Varys and Samwell, and it made sense. Okay, like Varys. it maybe it, it was it in my head. I had it playing as. Those two people aren't big fighters, so that's why they were down at the bottom while the war was going on. But I don't. Maybe there's more to it. Well, in the in the trailer, in that trailer for season eight, when they they show, I think Arya, Sansa, and I believe John in the crypts, like like they're dead, like the statues of them, 
and the picture of John is an old picture of John. It shows him as an older man. Well, I, I don't remember if it does the girls, but I yeah, believe I well, it, Ari and Sansa look it at makes each you other think and he looks, lives. I thought it looked it. Ari and Sansa's image looked like them now, so it would it would right it would give you the idea that they died early soon. Yeah, interesting. And where I, John's? I, have you watched these, Hannah? Okay. John's presentation was older. This. It was only seen one. And I mean, they that's the thing they do with these these trailers, though. Game of Thrones does that where I yeah, it could mean it's, they love these theories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they love these theories because the theories are great for the show too to get us digging through and talking yeah, and stuff. Right. And then they can do whatever they want. The trailer is just to keep us talking. And by God, they're doing a good job yeah. of it. Uh, Here we are yeah. recording a damn podcast about it. <laughs> okay, so LJ, the the prince that was promised. I guess I kind of just want to I want to ask you. You think the prince that was promised was Bran the Builder? Yeah, okay. Can I read something to you guys? I wrote this down. I want the listeners to know that I'm going to be reading because it'll sound like I'm reading and I don't want it to be weird. But yeah, I have this theory about uh, the prince that was promised. Uh, okay. The prince that was promised. It, that doesn't mean what people think it means. Prophecy gets slightly mistranslated, misread, misunderstood all the time in Game of Thrones. Think of uh, Melisandre who constantly uh, says that this person is Azor High, and then it turns out she's wrong and that person dies and then she moves on to the next. Prophecy is not something to be trusted and not something to be 100% believed because especially one that's existed for, uh, say, 5,000 years, right? That's not not necessarily worth trusting. Uh, uh, It's a kernel of truth surrounded by a meaty lie. The prince that was promised in non-mythical terms has two meanings. It could be a Christ-like figure that people are waiting for, a savior, or it could be a kid like Theon or Sansa, a prince or princess um, that was handed off due to a deal. Happens all the time in Westeros. To end the long night, the Night King, as a part of a deal, was meant to give up a great prince as a war to the first men, and in return, the White Walkers got babies to help them continue the line. As such, why the first night tradition existed. Do you guys know about the first night tradition in Northern? The first long, I know the... So the first night was, uh, It's. It, I think this exists in Braveheart, too, but it's uh, that kings got to sleep with women on the night that they were married before their husband got to. Um, okay. Which would have created a lot of uh, bastards, which they clearly hate in Game of Thrones, right? Um, and, uh, bastards are very hated in the first place. Uh, since you don't want to love something, you're probably going to end up giving away, which is also like insanely reflected in the Craster's Keep situation in the books. Gilly names her son. She names him Sam Jr. in the books and doesn't have a name before that or in the, in the, in the show. But in the books, she names him monster because she knows she's not going to have him. So she doesn't want to end up accidentally loving him, you know? And so I think that's the same way bastards are seen in the world. of game of Thrones is they were supposed to be given up in the first place. Um, and also you could argue that Sam's, uh, Sam Jr. is the prince that was promised. He was promised to the White Walkers and then taken away. But, uh, but who is the prince that was promised in the past? Well, he would have been promised at the end of the long night and he would have been pretty magical by the first men's standards. So what made magical things happened at the end of the long night? Well, some dude built a super massive wall made of ice. He also built Winterfell, a warm, safe bastion in the snowiest area south of the wall and the crypts, which hold many secrets. He was the first king of the north, the first Stark, Brandon the Builder. He built the property line of the men and the others. He built the tomb which holds his family in the terms of the deal. To protect that vow, he told everyone that there must always be a Stark in Winterfell so they can keep the terms, and the north said that they will remember. Then that got mistranslated, misread, and misunderstood. And when Craster ran out of babies, the White Walkers decided that enough is enough and are marching to Winterfell to take what's theirs, a prince. But that prince is dead, unless Brandon Stark is just a skin walking through time that can be inhabited by the kid we currently see as Bran. The Night King wants him back, and the Starks must decide the same thing Theon had to. Fight for your family or the people that have loved and supported you for, well, longer than the North can remember. 
Also, it could totally be Sam Jr. Because there is a reason to believe that Craster is half Targaryen, half Free Folk. A Song of Ice and Fire. That's all I got. Uh, I got you. So could so Bran could be. I've I I've had I've been having the thought of Bran maybe a part of Bran the Builder and all the different brands from all of time because there's like a there's a story of I could think it's towards the beginning where Bran talks about how the the woman I forget what who her Old name man. was there was like a woman that used to tell him yeah and they would tell him stories yeah and she would get they said that she would get confused on which brand was which and yeah. would just mm-hmm. call them all the same yes, person. That definitely. But maybe they are all the same person. Mm-hmm. Well, and the other thing like is like saying. old Nan so she was like confused. never wrong about things either. If you look up her stories, especially in the book, she talks about how giants exist and everybody's like, no, that's myths. That's silly. She talks about how dragons exist and they're like, oh, that's myths. That's silly. And she talks about how white walkers exist and they're like, oh, that's myths. That's silly. She even talks about undead bears. Yeah. And we've seen that in the show attack the, the troop that, um, yeah. we saw go north of the wall. And so old Nan stories are not just stories. They're fact. I mean, that's at least one way to see it. And she might be a lot more accurate than Melisandre. The red woman is, I just, my thinking is that, yeah, Bran is all Brandon Starks for sure. And that the night King is looking to get his end of the deal back because the North has not been upholding their side of the deal. Like they promised a long time ago when they built the wall. That's just my thinking. We'll see what happens. And, I don't know, but I think it's going to be very ambiguous and the good guys and bad guys are not going to be obvious by the end of this show. So you don't think it's because there's part of me that thinks like uh, like the whole story is kind of a nihilist thought where it's every, everybody dies and all the people you get attached to end up dying. So I could see an ending where all the people have died that we got attached to and it's just dark. But I guess yeah. you're saying it could not be dark. And, well, and like I, actually, in that theory. I think it might even be darker because we're going to end up seeing that then maybe the Starks have, because Bran the Builder was the first Stark. So that would mean that every Stark shares lineage with the White Walkers. Maybe that's why Bran can warg in the first place is because he has a similar ability to the Night King, which Hannah's got a theory on about how the Night King is actually warging into all of these dead bodies. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to take that from you, but it fits now. Yeah. Um, but so uh, so if that's the case, then then yeah, they might all share lineage with him. And then Brandon Stark has to decide, is he going to fight for the Night King or for the First Men, and so does John. And now John is like literally half Targaryen, half Stark. And he told Theon the other episode that you can be both, but like in the war where you're literally fighting against yourself, can you actually be both? And I think it's going to be this ambiguous yeah. thing where everybody's fighting each other and killing each other over something that none of them have anything to do with. And I, I, that's what I think is going to happen. Is it's going to say war sucks at the end of this? So, so okay well let me let me latch on to that because if that works into my theory in this if if they get to the isle of uh, God's eye, yeah and if uh, the isle of faces and all the dead become alive and there's going to be a lot of people that died in the war because this war is going to go on for a while yeah. while the mm-hmm. while the dead are getting to this place because it's quite a far way south it's barely north of king's landing so yeah. it's mm-hmm. way south of the wall right so a lot of people are going to die so I think when all the whites become back alive, there will be, I still think Danny and John will be still alive. I think they'll weather the storm. And I think Danny wants to break the wheel. You'll have to form a whole new government. The government will be. So I think, I think, my, I don't know, we're not asking this. I think Danny winds up on the, on whatever the Iron Throne will be at that time. Sure. It won't be an the Iron Oval Throne. Office. It will probably, it may be a democracy, you know, and my man, and, and I well, think that seems like. That seems like what happen. Tyrion's been trying to plant through Danny is yeah. it doesn't have to it doesn't have to be just whoever was born after you. We can mm-hmm. do a thing where there's a way of voting, you know. Yeah. That's that's kind of how I I believe too is that 
Yeah, they're going to end up running themselves more like a democracy, and the Iron Throne's going to burn and no longer be be an issue anymore. That's interesting because I think maybe like, Daener- maybe yeah, Daenerys has the dragon melt the Iron Throne, well, and, yeah. and, and that's what, as a, as a symbol, as symbolic. Mm-hmm. And the the Iron Throne is a is a symbol of all of the swords that knelt to Aegon the Conqueror, mm-hmm. right? And so he had his dragons melt those swords into a chair that you sit in, mm-hmm. and uh, and so yeah, that would be a super symbolic into the breaking of the wheel that her family started. Uh, would be started Daenerys. that they started. Yeah, that's really interesting, Hannah and Dad. That's that's cool. I like that a lot. Um, and and we'll see. I mean, I I still I I'm not against Kevin's idea that everybody just ends up dead. And I know Hannah's been saying that to me too, not on the I air, but could see that happening. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I could see that happening. Actually, Hannah, yeah. what what was your thing about the? You talked about the the possible ending where the Night King. What what, what was that? Um. So I think that uh, Bran and the Night King are, if not connected, the same person. Um, okay. and that Bran is so he at least if he's not the same person he created him because Bran has this weird um he can obviously affect the affect the past and the future a little bit by um because he changes Hodor because Hodor wasn't always like that Willis could speak and then he changes him um and Willis Bran, you'll know his name Dad yeah, do we need yeah <laughs> do we need do we need pops to explain that to us <laughs> yeah all, Willis if you could. That. <laughs> <laughs> no, but now, oh, can I can I interject something in yeah. there? So the ch- the children of the forest made the first White Walker by putting obsidian mm-hmm. in his yeah. chest. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Could but. that they never said? Well, they sh- that was on the show. They yeah, showed that in the scene. Brand. I think they're full of shit. I think the children of the forest are full of shit. But yeah, go on. I'm not trying to get into your. Could that theory. could that have been could that have been Brand the Builder? I mean, could it? Po- we yeah. didn't. Nobody said who that man was. Could that be Bran the Builder? Maybe. I.e. Bran. I.e. The Night King. That's what I think. It, yeah. I, I think, think they're going to say he doesn't have very many stark uh, physical characteristics. They almost always have dark hair. They almost always have very uh, flat faces and and so on and so forth. Um, that guy did You're not right. look he very didn't look stark to me. Three thousand no. years ago. But yeah, that, yeah. But absolutely. I think that's the 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 perfect response to that is. So, well, and they of course. If this, what do you think time. Lutheraners looked like a thousand years ago? Probably. But, well, but I don't, if this was <laughs> the same, Benjen doesn't look a lot like a Stark either. You think he, so? He, I think he, he does, does, but he looks. He's he's got some characteristics that are not Stark like, and he does look. He he looks similar, more similar to the Night King. Is more sharp featured, yeah. and um, and so I mean, I think they wouldn't want if that's the true thing. They wouldn't pick. They wouldn't want the Night King to look. Oh, this is a Stark. Um, but so I well, feel like that fact is irrelevant. The other thing, the other interesting thing I know for a fact is, is if the uh, children of the forest are creating the Night's King, mm-hmm. then there was no sing- mm-hmm. such thing as Starks at that point, because Bran the Builder was the first person to, uh, be a Stark and the, that happened after the long night. So that was after the war with the White mm-hmm. Walkers. So, okay. So Stark, how about quote unquote, mm-hmm. it was a person that maybe shares okay. lineage with, mm-hmm. but like. This person wouldn't have been the, have the been king Bran. of the north, yeah. right? But it might still be Bran. Okay. I mean, it's, it, they still might well, share a past. You know, that's still totally yeah, rings yeah. true to me. Well, and I kind of feel like his his whole goal is to um, Bran kind of sees all now, and he's different. And he it is he, he's the three eyed raven. He's the one that's in charge of all of this and making and just knowing everything that's going on. And his task, I feel like, is to clear the evil power and, like, power-hungry people from the world. And so he created this army, like, later down the road. He sees how it ends up, 
And then he makes it to where he creates the Night King or becomes the Night King somehow and goes back to the beginning so he can change this and exterminate the evil and the wrath from the world. And then he'll once, but once it's done, um, I feel like the ending, whether or not he feels like it's satisfied or not by if he will let himself be defeated, if he feels like his task is done and he can let the world be as it is. Or he will wipe out the entire earth and let it start from start. Fresh. Like uh, Noah in the flood. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's kind of what I feel like. Um, but. But if, if he's the night King and does get them all and breaks the spell, that's the only way everyone can live because how can the night King be defeated? Because every time they kill somebody, they become part of yeah. the dead army. They, I just mm-hmm. don't see how the, 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 the dead can be defeated because their army's only going to grow. Mm-hmm. Every time somebody dies, their army grows. Well, the other army disintegrates. Yeah, I but I think he does like he has the Night King has limitations, though, because he you don't see him in every battle. Um, and this is more backup also to where why he can be brand. But he's he's not he's not untouchable because he doesn't go into every battle and he's not in every battle. Sometimes he's up top, like watching from from a cliff. And then sometimes you don't see him at all. And sometimes he's in the battle, like fighting side by side with everyone. Um, but he, I feel like the times where we don't see him, he's watching in a brand way from a weirwood tree or from, from his version or from of some that. ravens flying through. Yeah. Okay. He's warging, he's incapacitated watching and figuring out what his next step is and planning, um, anytime he's caught off guard. And that, if you look back, the times where he's surprised are the times we don't see him, Interesting. um, in the battlefield. Uh, but, but I do think, um, going back to what... Well, you said, how can he not be defeated? He can be killed with, um, cause John's killed. Obsidian. Yeah. With, with, uh, yeah. Dragon glass. Um, or Valerian steel. He can kill white walkers. Um, but I think he's just one step ahead of them every single time because he is connected to them and watching them. Who um, all can warg? So, so Bran can Bran. warg. Jojen mm-hmm. could warg. No. He and the Night King. He could is not. Is that all? Jojen could not warg. As far as I know, George, he could not warg. Okay. He could green see, which is like see the future and stuff like that. But warging is like going into an animal. There was the a, Night King can do that. Yes, I uh, we don't know. That's I Hannah and I can. have talked about. She has this theory that the Night King is actually warging into these dead bodies. He he can warg better than anybody in the world. He's just the super warg and can warg into things that don't even exist anymore. Um, we do in the books. There are uh, three or four more characters that can warg. There's this one guy called like something Seven Skins, and his whole shtick is that he wargs into seven different animals that follow him around, or six different animals that follow him around. Um, and then we know about that wildling that can warg into that hawk that hangs out yeah, with the grit. Right. Yeah. Um, right. But that's it. That's the only ones we know can warg. There is evidence in the books that like Arya can warg, and that maybe even Rob can warg. Um, Possibly well, I think Rickon, there was always a way the other Starks could. I don't know if they could all warg, but there was a way they could. They almost could get into their dire wolf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and that's. I think that's wolves. like a thing of like maybe all Starks can warg, but like Bran was the only one tested hard enough to actually have to do it, and so he's the one that found it out. Which is also, if the Night King is a warging mastermind, then maybe that is proof that the Starks are a White Walker line of first men, um, and why they're special at being able to do this. Um, I don't know. Just thought. All right. Okay. okay. I want to ask another, a quick question. So the the uh, the prince that was promised, the Azor Ahai, if I'm saying that right, yeah. was promised under a bleeding star, right? Or a red comet. There is a red comet in season seven, but 
was it has this been going on all the time? Has the Red Comet been there for the whole so Game of Thrones? There's definitely a Red Comet in season one, and it's also in the first book a lot, and, and they've actually nicknamed it in Dothraki. The term for this Red Comet is the Bleeding Star, which the prophecy calls for a bleeding star specifically. Um, but uh, so that's why Daenerys fits this prophecy for Azor Ahai really well, is she was born under a bleeding star. Um, one could argue that John, while not born at basically the exact same, same time, he was born like two years later. He was born uh, under, if you remember the Tower of Joy fight scene where Ned defeats Arthur Dane, he brings back his right. sword, which is called, I think, uh, so, it's, it's something, but it, it's essentially he's born right by this starry sword and uh, that came, that yes, the metal. Which is a bleeding from, star, yeah, perhaps. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yes, this this red comet has definitely been around since season one. Um, and it's still around today in today's King of Thrones. Right? I, guess so. I actually don't remember seven? seeing it, but I totally believe you. That that makes sense. That this thing has just been flying around like crazy. Uh, I thought it last, did pop like, up again years. in a recent episode. I, I did too because that. I thought I saw it recently. So mm-hmm. I believe that. So. Okay. I think Azora High and the well, Prince that were promised are different people. Just FYI. I think I okay. I I think I disagree with you guys, and I I don't. And I don't know for sure, but I just think there's something to, I think, the the living people who are living now defeat the Night King. And I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing or not. Yeah. But I do think they defeat him. I was going to ask you guys, uh, are are there any more children in the field out there Forest. and and or children of the forest? Were they are they good or bad? Do we? I think the children of the forest are good. They're, the, the children of the forest are kind of like. I think they're like the Indians. But you're also saying the Night King. But you're also saying the Night King is eventually good. Maybe the The, Night King was trying to defeat the Children of the Forest. They were. He the the Children of the Forest created the Night King with Obsidian and one of the first men to take the first men out who were cutting down all their resources, who were cutting down their weirwood trees, and then that's what the Children of the Forest tell us. Thank you. Well, thank you. Conspiracy Kevin back with a winner. <laughs> but then, but then they they realize that the the Night King is not. He's killing everybody. He, but he's killing children of the forest. He's killing the first men. He's killing everybody. So that's when the children of the forest and the first men get together and make a pact that they have to defeat the the Night King some way. They've already they've created this thing that they thought was a solution, which is not. Which is worse. And so they work with the first men to build the wall, and they put magic on the wall to keep the white walkers north of the wall. So I think the the children of the forest I think are are okay people. They they just wanted mm-hmm. to protect their land in the first place. But, and we haven't even gotten into the Andals. The Andals came over after the first men broke mm-hmm. the pact again, mm-hmm. but they didn't kill the Starks. The Starks that's why they the north remembers. They mm-hmm. always remember mm-hmm. that the white walkers are for real. Anyway. Well, did I say my theory again? I didn't mean to say <laughs> no, it no, all no, again. No, that was good. But, no, that was good. And well, but if um, I'm going to jump off of that. If you so, if the goal is to bring everyone together against and try to rally together and make the world better against a common enemy, then um, the Night King is doing his job to clear because building up against a common enemy brings people together. Yes. Yeah. So that yeah, would certainly, certainly. so that would be an interesting an interesting plan for Bran, who sees that bringing people together could. Um, stop some of the chaos that's Interesting. instead of killing each other, they kill one common enemy. Um, I I yeah. think anyway. I think that's fair, but I also think that why are the white or the children of the forest to be trusted? Like what what in our nature uh, re- gives us reason to trust them any more than the White Walkers? 
I think they just speak our language. And so we're, we're um, more easily manipulated by these other magical beings. I, I feel like there's no reason to trust what Bran was shown about how the White Walkers were created. And I feel like they are trying to subvert the plot and trying to uh, force these two groups to war and kill each other off. So then they can just bring back summer like they were supposed to and get rid of the white walkers. Like, I think they've got, a, the, they wouldn't build the white walkers. If they didn't have a key to get rid of them. Was the three eyed sparrow. Raven. Uh, he was part of the children of the forest. Wasn't he? I no. mean, he was, no. Actually, was protected by them. He was, he, wasn't he protected yes. by yes, them? Certainly. And he was also, he had grown into a weirwood tree, which uh, implies that, which is their, which is their special tree. But also they show him what they want to show him, right? If they control the weirwood tree, the other thing is that uh, the in the books, at least, the Three-Eyed Raven is is a guy known as Brendan Rivers, and he is a Targaryen who went up north to uh, to become Lord Commander of the Wall and then quit and, and went north and decided to do what he does. Um, he's always been interested in blood magic and, and trying to control the world. And then the Children of the Forest have just manipulated this guy that's hungry for power and hungry for Targaryen control into telling Bran to come visit him and trying to control the guy who controls the White Walkers, maybe, into uh, creating an all-out nuclear war that they can take over. Because in the sense that, like, Hannah's talking about the the Great Flood, I think they're thinking, like, one of the things that I think we can think of as humans in modern uh, Earth is that the Earth's going to be fine because either it's going to increase in temperature to the point that it kills us all, or we're going to figure out a way to solve it. The Earth's going to be fine either way. It's not going to care whether we all died or not. And I think that's the way the children of the forest feel, is that they don't care if the White Walkers kill all the humans or not as long as they get domain over Westeros. And so I think they're I, I think they're being manipulative. I don't see any reason to believe what they say over anybody else. They're just as Peter Baelish as Peter Baelish. Well, I think it's I very will, possible. I will, I will give them this. The children of the forest were sitting there minding their own damn business until the first men came over and started screwing with them. So so they didn't ask for this. That's how fight. they tell it. How do you know? Yeah. That was, well, that, <laughs> yeah. So let's get in let's get into right. the, okay. the the people that are living in the show right now. And uh, yeah. the, the people I feel like we have more of a feel for because we've we've grown with them over seven seasons. And let's start out with let's go with Arya. Do you think Arya gets to complete her, her list? And if not, who is someone who does she not get to kill or does she get killed? Uh, what do you think, Hannah? Uh, I I think she lives through the end of the series. Um, now, I do think there's a strong possibility that everybody dies because um, in order to clear out all of this crap and negative energy and all of the um, rage, it, everyone's gone. But... um. Best case scenario for everyone else, if they solve the problem before uh, Bran, the Night King, has to fix it, um, <laughs> then he, then uh, then she, she lives. And I do think, yeah, she will not let that list go. Um, so does she kill Cersei? That's kind of the big one, I feel like. So that is the big one on the list. Yeah, that's the big one well, on the list. Uh, but there's another there, prophecy about that. There is. And I, I think my, I think she is pregnant. And I think she dies in childbirth. Interesting. And so she doesn't complete her list then herself. Well, Arya, I mean, not yet, not herself. Okay. But um, so, okay. yeah, and I think um, it really sucks for her, too, because if we're talking about Cersei, um, 
it's poetic justice for her because she spends the whole series telling her dad and her brother that she needs to be treated. She's not, just because she's a woman doesn't mean she can't do these things. And she, yeah, I need to be able to speak. And she's not allowed to speak at cabinet meetings and all of these um, important things. And her dad says, just sit down and go sit with the ladies in the courtroom and let us men do the do our jobs. And she's finally on the throne. And then she gets killed by um, Valencar, right? Valencar? Valencar. Valencar, who is the younger sibling, and that's her new baby, and kills her um, in childbirth, which is also the only way a woman can get killed that a man cannot also get killed by. Interesting. So that's my theory Because it does say the Valencar theory. So the Valencar theory, for anyone not quite sure, isn't that just a younger sibling killed her younger brother is or is it just sibling? well so yeah so the the theory or the the prophecy came from maggie the frog which uh even show watchers will know from that woman that told young cersei that she was going to have the king was going to have like 12 kids and she was going to have three and all three of her kids were going to die and then in the books it goes on to say that then she will be killed by the valencar uh which is a valyrian tear, word when for, your tears have drowned Mm-hmm. The Valencar shall wrap his hands around her pale white face or something. Yeah, which in Valyrian can be a male or female. Yeah. It doesn't have to be uh, uh, gendered along with the prince that was promised doesn't have to be gendered. Uh, and, but she uh, thinks it's Tyrion, and that's why she hates Tyrion mm-hmm. so bad. Yeah. yeah, well, that's one of the reasons. She's got a lot of reason to hate Tyrion. Uh, silly, I mean, not silly, but like uh, misguided, I think. Like Tyrion could help whether or not the mom died in childbirth. That's... but. She does have a lot of reason to hate well, him. Well, almost to, but to Jamie is her younger sibling. I'm just Jamie yeah, is her younger sibling. Well, that's mm-hmm. that's kind of what people want. I think that's what a lot of theories call for and want is Jamie to turn on Cersei and and kill her. My question for you guys is: I don't see a way. Even Jamie, there's a lot Jamie doesn't like about Cersei. I mean, enough to where he wrote off. But I still I can't see him killing Cersei. What can what can get Jamie to kill Cersei to to choke her out? You asking me? He still loves her. Yeah, sure, you. Uh, this man this man just got lied to about a baby that's not his that doesn't exist. Um, he has well, been he trying, know that. I, I think he's about to find out. I think this is going to be information that will be found out. Um, I think that Jamie Lannister is Azor High, which is different from the prince that was promised, in my opinion. And I think he also is the Valonqar. And I think they work really well together um, as, as a theory. So... Azor Ahai, uh, one story uh, that that exists about Azor Ahai, he was the last hero that ended the 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 long night and is going to come back to end it again. And uh, one story tells of him working 30 days and 30 nights to build a sword, and then he tempers it in water and it breaks. So then he works for 50 days and 50 nights on a sword and then tempers it in the heart of a lion and it breaks. And then he works for 100 days and 100 nights, and then he calls his wife in and then tempers the blade through her heart. Her soul is imbued into the sword, and, and uh, she flame. gives us uh, and she sword, gives a yeah. scream of agony and ecstasy. He pulls out a flaming sword, and then that is the sword that ends the long night. Now, what I think is that the sword is not a literal sword in the in the world of Game of Thrones. We call men sword all the time. Like, what is the Night's Watch are the swords that protect the realm, and men are just called swords on a regular basis in that show. And I think Jamie is trying to find himself. And I think that is the sword that he's tempering. And he first tried in the water with Brienne. And then he second tried, um, and, and then he turned back to Cersei. And then he second tried with Tyrion, the lion who's in the cell, who then goes and kills the lion, who Cersei blames him for. And then he goes back to Cersei. And then he's finally going to try, and he's going to choke his sister, who, 
Let's go back to the Valonqar. She's going to, uh, or no. So Nisa, Nisa screams with ecstasy and ag- uh, agony. That's the, uh, Azora High's wife. That's the warriors. Yeah. Right. So Azora High's wife screams with ecstasy and agony. Why would Cersei scream with ecstasy? Well, if she, if her three children died and then she doesn't get killed by a younger brother, then the prophecy meant nothing. The prophecy was a lie. The prophecy was false. And she killed her three kids by being stupid. But if Jamie and or Tyrion does kill her, then she couldn't have helped it. It was not her choice. This was always going to happen because the prophecy was true, giving the ecstasy of her scream, um, the agony of obviously being her dying. And uh, and so she ch- he chokes her sister to death to build the sword of the new Jamie that doesn't idolize Arthur Dane, that doesn't uh, want to be the best swordsman in the land, but ends up being a negotiator that re-ends the long night by making another deal with the Night King. End of theory. Well, in the in that trailer I told you where long claws on the ground with blood on it, there's also Jamie's hand on the ground by itself with with no one around it and blood on it. Interesting. So I, they're again teasing you that Jamie's dead. But Interesting. I, I don't think I'm the first person again. to come I'm up with this Kevin. too. That could be teasing us a lot, but say that again, Kevin. Where's his handprint? It's just, no his hand like the the hand that's the gold hand or whatever. They're both. I think it's at Winterfell, and it's just it's snowing and. There's long claw lying on the ground and Jamie's hands lying on the ground. And then okay. in the distance, you can see a figure and it looks like the Night King walking towards it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Huh. So it looks like they, it looks like they would be implying that the Night King has won and is now moving past Winterfell. He defeated all of them. Do, do y'all see They're any parallels in Jamie losing perhaps a more important part of his body than Theon? I mean, think about I that a minute. But yeah. Because yeah. Jamie, Jamie's whole reputation, his whole life was built on how good he was with the sword. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he loses that hand, mm-hmm. which I think is comparable to Theon losing his, well, his junk. Than, <laughs> you than, know? Yeah. Yeah. I, and I think that's why, I don't know if we're going to get the question, who's, you know, but we talk about who sits on the Iron Throne. I think Jamie is a redemption story. I think Jamie's yeah. coming around. I like where Jamie's going. Yeah. But I think he feels like he doesn't feel worthy. I don't think he feels worthy because he's like Theon. He ha- He's lost... Jamie's lost his manhood, yeah. basically, mm-hmm. is, is, I guess, my my theory on that. The other thing, too, on that is that, uh, it's a, I think it's a Barack Obama quote, but many other people have probably said it, is the only person that deserves to be president is the person that doesn't want to. Well, Jamie had the chance to be king. He killed the Mad King and then sat on the throne and then decided he didn't want to and then left. He had this opportunity to be the ruler of the realm, but he decided, I want to live for me and not for the people and uh, and then he's slowly, I think, getting rid of that. I want to live for me. And and yeah, I think that that to 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 what you were saying, Jamie is the uh, I don't know. Uh, he doesn't want to lead. He doesn't want to lead the people. But that's because he might be the right person for the job. I don't know. Just Sounds like you're talking about Jon Snow, kind of. He doesn't want to. Well, he does. doesn't want to I mean, be a king, but he keeps getting. Mm-hmm. That might be why this show is the yeah. most brilliant because every theory has like 18 counter theories, right? Like this show is so mm-hmm. wide open. I think once it ends, it might be less cool than we anticipate it being because there's no way that it's going to please everybody. Like we've all got these really cool ideas, and everybody's got their own because it's so perfectly open. But the second that George R. R. Martin puts the last period in the book then people are going to be just disappointed. And they so. do such a great job. And I don't know if some of this is by a little bit of luck too, but like all the theories, you can go back and find all these different things that tied to it. Like what you did with Jamie and the the bath and then with the lion and, and yeah. now with Cersei, like all these things, like you can, you can go tie like I, 
I've looked at just Joe, looking around over the past week at different theories, and you read one and it sounds right, and then you read another, yeah. and you're like, oh, well, then that one's wrong. Oh, no, now that one's wrong. <laughs> and each theory sounds right, and yeah. you can believe it if you want to. And I think that's why you're you're right. This this show has just done a masterful job at keeping it keeping all the options open. Like you just have no yeah. idea how it could end. Yeah, I love it. I wanted to ask you guys this question: Is there anyone else? That rides a dragon besides Danny, and I guess the Night King is now riding a dragon. He yes. did. Yeah, he he's riding a dragon. Yeah. yeah. So, so there's another dragon to be rode. Is that Jon Snow? Is that where we're going? Yeah. You think? I think so. I think it's Jon Snow. Yeah. What about the thought that Tyrion is actually a Targaryen? Do y'all like that? Believe no, that? No, that's so baloney. I love it. I think it's genius. But I, I hate think it. it's interesting, and it could be true, right? He looks like not like the other children at all. That well, because he's deformed uh, because of birth defects. Because they were incestuous. Because they were incestuous all the time. <laughs> what was the tar- the Mad King married his sister? It was a well, sister. Wife, did, yeah, wasn't it? no, that yeah. was the first Targaryens were mm-hmm. a brother and two sisters married together. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just I don't know. I think that that I think the more poetic story is that the, uh, Tyrion was the only one when he loved down Tyrion there. for who he was, and then couldn't because he wasn't what he wanted him to be. I think that is so poetic just and beautiful. Like, so, well, hmm. the the thought the thought is he goes down there when the dragons are chained up and. And Daenerys is gone, and he's able to kind of, it seems like, somewhat communicate with the dragons when no one else, I, I would say no one else has been able to besides Danny, but then again, no one else has been dumb enough to go down there and try yeah. to be yeah. face to face with the dragon besides right. Jon yeah. Snow, who Jon actually Snow's is a touched dragon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, and, the, and the thought is, I mean, Tywin's last words to Jamie were, You're not even my son. To Tyrion. Right before he kills him or whatever. Yeah, to Tyrion. So. But then that could just totally be, I don't know if that's him saying, because I feel like if he knew all this time that he's actually Targaryen, he probably would have killed him or found a way to kill him. And then again, well, so he Tywin was, he was a knight, right? Tywin was a knight. That was the first knight realm. So that was the king probably got to sleep with his wife. And that's, well, but he was, he's the youngest. He's the youngest. So that can't be true. Well, the rumor was that whichever yeah. Targaryen that was, it, it just liked it to sleep king, around. Until he, yeah. Yeah. So, and he and, just and also, to around and forced her to, to have sex. Maybe raped her even. If, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Tyrion's and mom. also, yeah, uh, Tyrion's mom was in King's Landing somewhere in the year that he was conceived. I mean, it, we also don't know a whole lot about whether it's exactly nine months. and So therefore, like that, Tyrion but. wouldn't have a right to the throne because his parents weren't He'd wedded. Be a bastard. And yeah, mm-hmm. they, it was just, but he does have Targaryen blood in him, possibly. I don't like that theory. I think that's dumb. I'd much rather him be a Lannister because I just think that's really cool. And I like LJ's thought of, and I've always thought this is the kind of the ideal of the show is talking about how whether it was Catelyn who couldn't love Jon Snow, and that was her biggest regret later in life, is she should have loved Jon Snow like her own. And then it, and then Tywin didn't love his son just because it wasn't what he wanted. He wanted his son to be like Jamie. He needed to be a swordsman and all this. Yeah. And he didn't love Tyrion. And that's what led to the demise of him and his family eventually, is yeah. not loving their kids for whoever they are, right. you know? Yeah, yeah. So if so, the only th- so does Tyrion, there's no way, I guess he can't. Do y'all think, what happens with Viserion? I know, LJ, you asked that question. This was what I, I kind of was going with. Does does he ever come back? Is he changed back to living? What what do you think happens with, with Viserion? Uh, I think that it will be a poetic ending uh, because I think this, this whole series will end with just like tying knots. And so I think the idea of Drogon, who's known, named after Khal Drogo, killing Viserion, who's, killed, or who's named after Viserius, who Khal Drogo... Uh, put the gold crown on or in that golden crown. I think killing him with fire will be a very poetic ending. I think also the opposite will be interesting too. 
But I do think that the difference will be the Drogon will kill Viserion. That's what I think is going to happen. That's very Bible. Very Bible. Yeah. Hmm. There's a Mark Twain quote that uh, history doesn't repeat itself, but history rhymes. And I feel like that's a pretty good rhyming, in my opinion. All right. Well, up to this point where we're at heading into season eight, who is... Who do you think, LJ, who's the worst person in this series? Either living, dead, it can be anyone that we've seen over the past eight seasons, seven seasons. I think, I'm glad you went to me because I'm going to sound original uh, because no one else has said it yet, but it's definitely Ramsey. Ramsey is the worst person to have ever existed in this world. He's awful. Fact. (laughs) What? Don't even even need to explain yourself. No, if anybody has seen this show, they know Ramsey is the worst person to have been in this universe. He's just like... Uh, give me a give me a name of somebody near, and I'll explain how Ramsey's worse. Like, go ahead, give me a shot. Well, well, there's only one that you could even put in the same neighborhood, and it's a distant second, and that's Cersei. Cersei is a distant second. I actually to think Ramsey Bolton. I think Joffrey might. What be about worse her than kid? Cersei. I was about to say Joffrey. Kid's up Joffrey, there. yeah, Joffrey. Cersei is couldn't even You're control right. his awfulness, but mm-hmm. he's still. Not but he as was bad just a dumb, Ramsey. immature shit. Exactly. I mean, Ramsey <laughs> and Cersei. Ramsey and Cersei are evil. They are evil mm-hmm. people. Yeah. You and fix Ramsey Joffrey is the most by evil having the hound and Tyrion slap him a few more times, but you can't fix Ramsey. Yeah, no. and you can't you, fix Cersei. You can't no, fix. They're selfish. Yeah. 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 Hannah, what point. about you? Is there? Do you have a different name or you have echoes? So Ramsey, I Cersei's up there for me, but um, Ramsey's definitely like top of my list. Um, just a disgusting human being, but um, if he even makes it on the list of human being. But, but I think, so Cersei's up there, but she also, she loves really hard and like really true. Um, she's loyal to some people, but you get Euron Greyjoy, who is only Uh, loyal to himself. But he is a sexy pirate. Well, yes, but, but he, he is, but he's just an asshole and like only in it for himself and literally killed his brother and his family and didn't even care and just wanted his, he went off to go plunder and like screw people and have a great time and then came back and killed his brother and took the kingdom from him. Like what an asshole. And then is coming to like tell <laughs> Cersei that, yeah, you need to sleep with me because I'm the best person in the world. Well, and this also literally every crew member on his, his ship has had their tongue cut out so they can be quiet. So like they're quiet. Yeah. He's he's an awful human that has no regard for I forgot. human life. You're right. He's in the running. Yeah. He is absolutely right. in the running. I didn't he's think about him as a dude. He's a lot yeah. like Ramsey to me, too. Like, just no rules. It's all about him, and he will get wherever he needs to get, um, however he needs to get there. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah so, but he's Captain Jack the High Sparrow. I don't know. There's something a little uh, cool <laughs> about him. <laughs> well, so I have a little... Well, one thing about... I have a little bit of a different answer, because... I do agree with you. Ramsey is the probably as far as just like e- evil human beings on the show. Ramsey is high as it gets. I mean, he's just skinning people alive. First off, that is wild. Yeah, yeah. Like, anyway. just straight messed up. And then up. what he did to Rick on, or what Reek? Yeah, <laughs> what he did to Theon that whole time was just hard. Yeah, and just all about what he, and what he did to Sansa and all of it. He's just a terrible yeah. person, and he's just yeah. evil. But I kind of went mine. At least Ramsey was, he was successful for a while. I got to give Cersei some credit. She is, say what you will about what she does. She does play the game well. She's good Mm -hmm. at what she's doing. Don't hate the player. you're on, you know, I, he's an asshole, but he's kind of a bad. I mean, when when they were on the boat and he was fighting, when they got, uh, when he got Yala or uh, Yara, Yara. What, what's her name? Yara. Yara, yeah. Yara. When, when he, 
when he was out there, he was kind of a badass with with the sword. Like, he was doing his thing. So I gave him a little credit. The person Didn't he fight with person four I hate. weapons. Yeah. Can I just throw out real quick before you get there? He fought with like yeah. fists, sword, axe. Like he a fought whip. with like four yeah, different he weapons. Lips. He just took other people's weapons yeah. and won with it. Like that is such yeah, like, as a fight choreographer, like he he must be like your favorite person in the world. Like that's pretty cool. <laughs> but go on. I'm so sorry. I give some of these guys credit for being well, no, that's part of it. Like they're they suck as far as being dicks and bad people, but at least I give them a little bit of credit for just being good at what they're doing. Person yeah. I hate. Walter effing Frey. Oh, he's yeah. old. Frey he's annoying. Yeah. Yes. He's not even, he's never a fighter. He, the, yes. the things he yeah. does with those young girls and the way he talks yes. about women. Yes. Oh, I just hate him. He's awful. Okay. And when Good he answer. does that little, when he has that little speech after the Lannisters do all his work for him, and then he's like, <laughs> yeah. hey, we drive our swords. They're our enemies' hearts. <laughs> May we say the phrase that led us to say, oh my God, I just wanted to turn my TV off. <laughs> and then off. he uses the house words, which none of us knew. <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah, nobody knew it except for the phrase. And then even like the Red Wedding, like he does nothing there but sits in his damn chair the whole time and yeah. acts like he just did, accomplishes. Like he's the king. Can I also say, the phrase have the worst fashion sense. Those hats that those dummies wear are way worse it's than mine. <laughs> God. That's why yeah. that's why Walter Frey is the worst because he's not even good. He just yeah. people just helped him out long enough and he just okay. sucked long enough and then finally someone came around. That's so a good that, answer, that's my man. answer for the worst. Yeah. And I just hate his voice, which good acting, I yeah. guess. Yeah. I mean that, that's yeah. you gotta give the actor some credit there. I gotta for say, sure. you brought that up out of the left field, and you're right. I mean, that's good. And I want to give honorable mention to Samuel Tarley's dad. Samuel Tarley's yeah. dad's yeah. a complete. Oh, he dick. just didn't he have. Kid I guess him. as yeah. <laughs> he, he, got, he got Dickon. what he was supposed to. I did, <laughs> I did hate seeing Dickon die like that, though. He was just trying to. be. I like Dickon. Yeah, oh, yeah. he oh, was yeah, trying to be kid. loyal to his family, and he was being loyal to his family. When his dad even, you did see the one human side of his dad. That one moment where his dad, he was like, like "Nope, you're gonna burn me too," and he's like, "Stop, no." It's like, no, this is what you've instilled him. You've instilled this well, stupidity in your son, so he's going to go with and you. Shout out to Roose Bolton, too. Roose Bolton Ugh. was a dick. He was a yeah, dick. Yeah, you can't yeah. raise a Ramsey without a Roose. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Roose helped make Ramsey. Um, and, and he was awful in his own right. But uh, but on on uh, uh, Tarly, Randall Tarly, uh, worth mentioning in Kevin's successes, Randall Tarly was the only person to ever beat Robert Baratheon in open battle. So mm-hmm. um, the man was good so at, at what he did. Yeah, at least he's good at the game. Yeah, at least he's good at the game. Doesn't mean he's a good person, but he's good at what he does. Good so. at the game. A little side note on worse people. Uh, there's, there's no way you like uh, our, our guy. What's his name? Uh, Reek. What? Yeah. What's his? Theon. Theon. Is there anything old Theon can do in season eight that can kind of make him okay, or is he just a disgrace? Like you can't. Dude, he's let, let us down too many times. We're on different pages here. This man has been abused his entire life, and then to the point that like none of us would be recognizable anymore. And yeah, he jetted when he couldn't beat his uncle in a fight. Uh, but like the man's trying. I mean, I think that speech that John gives him—he took Winterfell like, and burned two random boys alive. Oh, he yeah. has a chance to kill Ramsay. He had a knife. He had a blade with two Ramsay's neck, and instead of cutting him and at least killing Ramsay, who's evil, taking him out of the world, he shaves his face. I mean, he couldn't. And then when his sister yeah. came to come escape, he wouldn't leave with him. There's just so many times where he could have at least. That's not that's not Theon though. That's an abused person, a broken person. Yeah, but he did he did rescue Sansa. I mean, after yeah. way too long of not. I mean, but still abused person and who am I to blame the victim? But he did end up saving her in the end and taking her back. 
So I he, think he gets an honorable death in season eight. I really yeah. do. I think he's going to die to save somebody else. Or I something. think he. I think I he saves his sister by dying. That's the only way he can kind of write. He's got to die for somebody. No. Yeah. Yara's dead. No, he doesn't save his sister. There's no way. He he either saves his sister by dying or he dies trying to save his sister, and that's the only way he gets in my good graces. Because right now I'm just like, you've had your chances, and you let me down over and over and over and over again, and. <laughs> He's got to do something. I feel like the reason I think he saves Yarl is why else is he in this damn show? Why is he longer? here? Like, what why is, is he, he still here? Yeah, yeah. He's because, no, because he's the force. Okay, so this is where the only reason that I have to think <laughs> is because my damn theory is so weird. But, uh, but he's the foreshadowing for somebody having to decide whether they want to go for their family or the people that raised them. He is the he is the uh, the modern day equivalent. Okay, to well, Brand he's already Builder. done that. Why is he still around? Well, because what are you going to just kill him? Like, I mean, the, 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 they they the body off in the first season. Now, I know <laughs> that, that makes it a better example of what the, because the Stark should reject this entire world. The Stark should say this world has brought nothing but death for us. And our former family has not. And so they should join the white walkers. That's the logical thing to do. And so Theon's the, uh, the embodiment of what happens if you go back to the iron islands for the Starks. And we'll see how that plays out for him. But he is the first part of this history that's going to rhyme at the end. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. Live it, where we're at right now, we're going to go living or dead by the end of the series. So by the end of season eight. And I'll just go down the list that we have here. And we'll start with uh, Pops. Start with you. Sansa. She's going to be Sansa living or dead. Sansa lives. I think she lives. She does not get remarried. I think she stays single the rest of her life. L-U. It looks like there's a lot Agreed. of agreement around. Every single way. I agree on that, too. God, yeah. that poor girl should never get married again. And she will be on the small council. She will be on the small council of whoever's in charge. I I think she, because she's getting, Sansa is coming around. Mm -hmm. Sansa is kind of the chef right now. She's a leader. She's, she's learning how to play the game. That is Mm -hmm. one thing she had to go. She had to deal a lot with the Lannisters and with the old Baelish. Baelish. And she learned, I think the one thing you can say about her is she learned from all the shit that she's gone through. She learned from the best in the world. I'm going to, I'm going to answer. Well, I'm going to answer these questions. Just, I mean, they all die. All, every, this whole list dies because everyone dies, but I'm just going to assume that's not the ending. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I'm going to say, yes, I agree. Sansa lives. I don't know for sure if she doesn't get married again. I think she ends up being the wardeness of the North. She stays in the North and she just holds Winterfell. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I don't okay. I, I don't know if she gets married or not. I, I, I don't know about that, but let's deal with her sister, Arya. Where are we at, Pops? Arya live? I think Arya dies in battle. I think she's going to take a lot of people with her, but I think she dies in battle. What do you think, Hannah? I see a face you're making there. I think she lives, um, but I, yeah, but I think, I think she takes a lot of damage on the way, but I think she lives. Yeah. I agree with my man pops. I think she, uh, she'll, she'll bite off more than she can chew. She thinks that she's the world's biggest badass at this point and she's not far off, but she's not. She's so. not far off. Right. <laughs> so she, I think she's going to end just prematurely. Just throwing one out for you guys. Is there any way that Arya is the waif? And that she's part of the faceless men. Uh, we never yeah. saw her kill the wave. The light goes out and someone dies. Yeah. So I've actually had old, that here. If it's Arya at all, um, if she's not already dead. Um. I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay. So, so wait, you're saying Arya is the wave that yeah. it's not so, even Arya. Wow. Yeah, can why would the wave kill That's why. So I was, I was, I, like I said, I've been rewatching a few of the different episodes and I watched that episode and then I watched, you know, some of the parts in seven and there's things where Arya does stuff that would only be things that Arya would want to do that not the waif would yeah. want, but there's just a way that 
uh, Hagar lets her leave where he has this little smile where she just yeah. says, like, I'm Arya Stark. And the way oh, he smiles yeah. almost makes me go, does he know something that we don't know? And it's the, just the faceless exactly. men Fair. getting. And I also think that maybe it is Jack and Hagar. I think, like, there is a possibility that Hannah and I were talking about this, like, literally today. We were talking about how uh, uh, she was, what, what's the what's the phrase uh, for acting? Um, like, like Christian Bale acting. does. Method oh, acting? Oh, in uh, method acting? Method acting, yeah. Jock and Agar is method acting um, his way through. And so to be Arya Stark for the battle at the end where he's going to decide because someone paid him enough money to kill, I don't know, uh, John or the children of the forest or somebody, um, he has to play Arya Stark to a T. So that is the only way that I think that that makes sense. Well, and so this is going way out there and I don't have enough to back me up on this theory and maybe you can, but I've heard some stuff about how the faceless men could be a part of they've worked with the Lannisters before and that Arya could be working with the faceless men. And that, like you're saying, LJ, they're, they're making Maybe. it, they have to play Arya so well. So when the time comes, they can kill Daenerys and, and John for, for Cersei or the Lannisters. I don't know if that wouldn't, happens, but I do. Wouldn't Brian I am know. like Hannah. Every time someone says something about Arya, I go, if it's Arya, <laughs> then, you know, but, but Bran would know. Bran knew that she was an assassin when she walked up, right? Bran, when she walked up to True. the godswood that he was sitting outside of, he was like, yeah, she's an assassin. Yeah, she's got a list. Like, she, he knew everything about her. And the fact that he would have missed that, oh, yeah, and also she got killed by the waif, and the waif just walked in, and she's just having a good time pretending to be Arya up here. And Bran just, uh, Bran just annoys the hell out of me because there's just so much. Like, right when he first shows up, there's so much he could tell Sansa. But instead, he's just like, oh, I'm not Bran anymore. I'm the three-eyed raven. And he answers all these, like, beautiful he answers everything in riddles and all this stuff. Yeah. And, like, just tell yeah. everyone what you know. You know a lot of shit. Just yeah. tell us. Well, he finally does with Sam. He breaks down a little bit with Sam. They, they yeah. just, like, talk trash about Jon Snow. So. That backs up my theory again, because he does not, he's so neutral. And he's just trying yeah. to figure out what's going on and not, like, He's not, not here to help a person. He's involved. here to help everything. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, well here's someone. Remember what, remember what the third eye raven told him. He said, am I ready? And the third eye raven said, no. No. He was not ready to be the third eye raven, but he had to be. So mm -hmm. he's just learning. He's yeah. got too much shit well, on his mind. Well, one person we do know whose side he's fighting for, because he's made it very clear he's fighting for the living. Living. What do we think <laughs> about John, Hannah? What, what, what's going to happen with old John Snow Targaryen, whatever we're calling him? Aegon. My man Aegon. I, I old egg. I think he dies. Ooh, spicy. Mm, wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, you don't mm. agree or you do agree? No, I don't think he dies. I think he lives. I think that he's not he's not the hero that he's made out to be, though. I, I do think that, like, it does... He plays a bit more of a secondary role than one would expect at this point. I mean, I think he's still a major role in the end, but... Pops? I think he lives. I mean, but it, like, I think... I think he will be. I think he will be Danny's king. And but but we're gonna see. It's all women power. You watch. It's That's all true. feminine power in the show. Insanely feminist Danny, around season five and it, hasn't it, gone it, back. Uh, because who are the strongest people on there? Sansa, Danny, Cersei. Yep. I mean, it was all about the women. And for a second, so the, the, the Sand Snakes. Yeah, the Sand Snakes. I think Danny. Yes. So Danny's on. I think Danny's on the mm -hmm. Iron Throne, as we call it. And mm -hmm. and I think John will be her king, which will be like the traditional queen. He will. He would just be there, and he will be helpful. Mm -hmm. But he will not be the guy. See, so yes, he lives. I, he lives. Mm -hmm. I was gonna say, I see John doing what John does all the damn time because he's always so 
He's dumb in a way, kind of like what what Danny talks about with all those. She doesn't want you to be a, a warrior because all those guys are idiots and they try Heroes. to be brave and all this stuff. Yeah, I've got a thought. So on that, I think but... John ends up sacrificing himself and he ends up dying, but it, it helps the cause. And that's how Danny ends that. up winning and I being on that. And the last hero through. is the last one to do a stupid thing and die, which is Jamie yep. going into the tent with the damn Night King and making a negotiation. It's done. And so John died for nothing. Yep. But well, luckily we got Danny who may or may not have a child. We can answer that here. But does Danny, I, it sounds like we're in agreement. Danny does not die. It sounds like everyone had her on the throne. Oh, no, I think she point. might die. I think she might die. <clears throat> I, lean well, I need, I need you to get off the fence. Like quit straddling the fence. Jump on one <laughs> side right, well, of the other. I lean more towards her dying. So I'm going to say she dies. There's no doubt in my <laughs> mind now. Uh, it's 100% guaranteed that she's going to die. And Duke's going to make the final Stone four. cold lead pipe um, lock. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, Is she pregnant? I, I, uh, yeah, I think so. I think it raises the stakes in a good storytelling way, and I think she dies with child. That's Dad? my thought. Oh, I think she lives. I think she is the. I think she's the prince that was princess that was prophesied. Uh, I really do, and so I think she lives. As, as far as she's, she's pregnant, I don't think she. At one time, good lord, no, she's not pregnant. At one time, <laughs> he's got strong. Wait, do we? Whoa, 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 whoa. We don't know how long they were on that boat. They might have been just banging the whole trip. Right. Like, yeah, right. 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 Just okay. sitting out there looking sad for a month. The whole time. Yeah. <laughs> if they were okay. on that boat for about a month, I mean, Egret made She's it sound like John okay. knows what he's doing in the bed. Yeah. So if they were she on did. that boat for a month, then. He's the Podrick of the North. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I. I think she lives, but I mean, and that is, I'm with you, Kevin. I think everybody's dead at the end, but, but if um, not, but if not, this is my alternative <laughs> theory. I think, I think Danny lives, but she doesn't sit on the iron throne and she learns that sitting on the iron throne is poison and no one should sit on it because she loses John and like, he dies. Metaphorically poison. Yeah. Metaphorically poison. Not really, not literally mm. poison, but, um, but Worthless. yeah. Well, I mean, but but yeah, so she she feels guilty. She does something, makes a dumb move or makes an aggressive move and he ends up dying because of it. And she she steps down and um, changes the way the kingdom runs. Breaks the wheel. Mm-hmm. Democracy. Brand. What do we think? Uh, do we do we really need to get into Bran? Because we kind of, I mean, hit him in all kinds of theories and whether he's the night. Bran can't not, die. Bran no, Stark no might die, but he'll be back in another generation or so. Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't think the the brand that body might die, but I feel like brand the three eyed raven whatever always lives on. That's my take mm-hmm. on. You got anybody have an objection to that? Nah, Brands? Nah, brand I couldn't answer anyway. Yeah, Theon works. For me. Theon Greyjoy. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with yeah. He dies and he does in a trying to do something honorable. Finally, agreed. Yeah. Great. I've got agreed. heroic agreed. death. Uh, yeah. Mister Samuel Tarly, my man. What you got, Hannah? What do you think? I think he lives, and I think he's um. He ends up being uh, either if if we needed any more being on the wall um, and like a maester there, but I think he ends up being a a king of the sector of one of the sectors of the north, since there won't Pops? be a true king. I think he lives it, now. That is a little sentimental because I love Samuel Tarley. I mean, I just I really love him, but I think he's a great friend to John. I think he lives in his own this whatever the small council will be in the new government. I think mm-hmm. he will be advising uh, the leadership. I think Danny will will grow to like him, and and uh, John will vouch for him, and, and he'll be on the small council. L. I mean, he's Samwise from Lord of the Rings, so he's really the true hero. Uh, Frodo fails at the end, and Sam carries him there. He but is the other. Th- he is George R. R. Martin. He's like. Yeah, well, that's okay. Like so then, Martin my next the thought series. is he's Even actually George Martin said that he he writes the story. 
there's a great, great little Easter egg there in the Citadel when the guy tells him he's working yes. on a story called the uh, the the battles and skirmishes after the uh, Roberts Rebellion and the reign of King Robert. And he's like, I wish you would come up with a name more poetic. You know what a more poetic name is? <laughs> a Song of Ice and Fire, a Game of Thrones. Yeah, Sam writes the story. Sam doesn't become, uh, he doesn't go to the wall. He doesn't serve a small council. He's the maester that writes the history down. That's my opinion. That makes a lot of sense, mm-hmm. yes. What if Sam sits on the Iron Throne when Danny steps down? His son is logical, smart. Mm-hmm. Um, how about everyone, seemingly everyone's favorite redhead? Ugh. <laughs> How about Tormund? Where are we going with them? With my man Tormund, where are you at, pops? Is he? He might be dead already. Mm-hmm. I, I, no, he's not dead already. He is going to die an honorable, great death. And th- th- there's no way they let Tormund die off screen. I mean, Tormund's going to die on screen. And I hate it because I do love him. I want him and Bri- Brienne to get together and make big giant babies. That's <laughs> yes. what I want to happen. But and so does Tormund. <laughs> Tormund wants it so bad he, he wants can't it more than see you do. straight. <laughs> oh God, Tormund wants some Brienne so bad. But oh, there's nothing maybe he'll better. Get it one time, I there's hope. nothing better than the conversation between the Hound and Tormund when the Hound's like, "Does she look at you like she wants to cut your throat out or whatever he says?" And Tormund's like, <laughs> yeah. "Oh, you oh, do so you know, know her." <laughs> <laughs> it like gets it gets them all yeah. excited and giddy inside. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Ellis? He died. Yeah, I think he's dead right now, and I think he the next time we see him, he's going to be marching with the army. Oh wow, that's gonna oh. hurt. Yep, that'll be tough. It's going to be that'll real be bad. Tough. Hannah, do you agree? Or you... I don't agree with L. No, I I agree with uh, with Pops. Yeah, I think he's going to die, but it's going to be a big, huge, dramatic death. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily going to be like important or honorable but i do think he's yeah it's going to be a big moment there's some poetry into the wildling that saves the the realm like that would be a pretty cool story yeah kevin i'm sorry i interrupted well i just i i see tormund dying in some way not in similar fashion to hodor but just going to be like pulling on your heartstrings in similar ways where Mm -hmm. episode's going to end and tormund's dying like some way and it's just going to it's going to be one of those, if you watch on a computer like I do a lot of times, it's going to, they're going to do that thing like they did at the end of the Red Wedding where the screen goes black with no music and you can like uh, kind of see your reflection you just see yourself with your crying. mouth dropped. <laughs> yeah, with, <laughs> I got to, yeah. I just, I, wor- I worry how he's going to die. Um, yeah. Let's go with LJ's prince that was promised over there. Or no, uh, Azora's no, 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 no. high. Sorry, sorry. Let me, don't let me, don't let me get, don't let me get all these theories mixed up here. But Jamie, where do we see Jamie? I guess LJ, you got him living, right? I, I think he deal. might live. Yeah. He's Mr. Deal or No Deal in LJ's book. Uh, Pops, yep. where do you got Jamie Yeah, he's going? the Howie Mandel. I, <laughs> honestly, I could not make up my mind on this one. I don't know about Jamie. I mean, he's certainly on the road to redemption. I think he's got a good, you know, his heart is getting better. But I could not, I don't know. I could not come up with an answer to that. Yeah. Hannah? Uh, I have him living, but like by a thread. I was on the same way. I couldn't. He's I, missing his other hand, he, a leg and a half. <laughs> not, not, not meaning like that, but he, no, I don't mean like that. But I mean like he's, yeah, he was a, I was on the fence on that. But well, wouldn't that be interesting though, if he was the imp that uh, Tyrion never really was? Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. I, I see Jamie, my, and like, like me and Hannah have said, if if they don't all die, that means a few of them do survive. But I do think they're going to take a lot of people that have gotten really close to our hearts. And like Tormund, I think Jamie's going to die a death that really, really hurts us. Because we've, we've been saying too many livings, I think. And I just, a couple mm-hmm. of these people that don't either, and maybe LJ's right. I never thought that he played a role in a, a big, like a huge role in the world kind of resolving and the, who wins and loses in this thing. 
I just see him trying and fighting honorable and he does finally find who he is, but probably with a sword through him. Uh, mm-hmm. What about his sister? It sounds like we're all in agreement. Cer- and Cersei's got to die, right? She's got to Cersei's go. Cersei's got to die. Yeah. <laughs> she got to burn. <laughs> like, <laughs> so in the same episode that we're crying, that Tormund That's and Jamie die, like we're also like pausing the episode and clapping because Cersei's <laughs> finally right. dead. Right. Uh, if they put him in the same episode, that's going to be perfect uh, because I won't know how to feel. Bitch, gotta go. Bitch, <laughs> gotta go. <laughs> yeah, I love it. What about what about the the guy who just seems like he's the perfect uh, hand to the king? Oh, Sir Davos. What do we think about oh, him? The Onion Knight. <laughs> do, do we think LJ? We think he lives, or I do think do he and, lives. I think he uses smuggler talent to to just kind of figure out his way, like. He, get, he gets out of sticky situations better than anybody else in the world, and there's no Stannis to cut off another finger for him to do something weird. Yeah, I think he survives. <laughs> I think he survives honorably, too. I do think he, he makes it out okay. Dad, do you think he survives? Do you remember when he said something about, well, why would anybody listen to me? I'm only 50 years old and have lived my whole life, you know, or whatever. <laughs> Did that really you know? Is that right after what he tells, is that right after what he tells Gendry not to tell John who he is? Yes. And like his yes. first yes. words yes. are like, yes. I'm yes. Andrew yes. Yes. I don't know, I don't know yeah. why anybody listened to me. I just lived to yeah. a ripe old age. Yeah. Um, I love that scene so much. That is a great one. But with that said, I do think, I do think Davos, I think he gets the he gets it uh, in this in this this season. I think Davos isn't going to make it to the end, Fair and enough. I love him. I love his character, yeah. but mm-hmm. he won't make it. That's I, I think I agree, Hannah. What do you think? He's a top five. I agree. I think honorably, but I think yeah, he's gone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's my other final four pick then <laughs> that I've got against you guys. Yeah. What about the Hound? We haven't t- done a lot of talking about the Hound. First off. Do you think he dies, and do you think there's a Clegane Bowl? I'll start with you, LJ, because I know you got a lot of intrigue in the Clegane Bowl. Oh, man, I'm so rooting for Clegane Bowl, and I think it happens because, as Dad has mentioned, the showrunners know what we viewers really want to see, and it's always been Clegane Bowl. Um, the, for, the, for the listeners, that be a, That's a little the, Valonqar theory, you know? That's a little brother killing. The little brother killing. Well, him. but I actually mm-hmm. think that he loses mm-hmm. because I don't think that uh, – he could have beat the mountain when the mountain felt pain, and now he doesn't. So – um, I think that he ends up losing. But for the listeners, I just want to shout out Clegane Bowl is the Hound versus the Mountain fighting. They're both Cleganes. And um, if you haven't been keeping up with Game of Thrones too heavily, then yeah, we've all wanted to see the Hound versus the Mountain and they've teased it and then not. And then so what does he tell him? He tells him, you know, who, who's coming for you. You've always known. I mean, that was that was <laughs> yeah. badass. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, what do you think? Dad? But I think I, I think he dies. Just don't. It. Yeah. Okay, was I think I think he lives. I think he's too damn tough to die. If Brianna, uh, uh, Brienne couldn't kill him, and that's why Sansa. Well, I don't know if I got to say, him. but I don't think Sansa. She, but she didn't. She walked away. But she didn't. She walked away, and so did Arya. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was on. She, he was on her list, and she walked away. So yep. Arya's list. She's not going to finish the list and, because he you know, plays yes, a bigger role in this. Other, in this, game. I think he plays a bigger role because he got his redemption with the uh, you know building the huts, the church. And the guy came, you know, with his own helmet on and killed all the people. He he knows how the world works. He's he he's cuts to the chase. There's no bullshit with the hound. And I I, I think he makes it. I think he's just too damn tough to die. Yeah. Hannah, what do you think? Yeah. I think he by the end, I mean, he's already tired of living. I think he's ready yeah. to be done. He's yeah. he's yeah. out. So he's gonna do something super big and blow himself up or something to save everybody, but he is he's gonna go. He's not gonna be able to make it. Through the rest of this. Series. I think that is the difference between the Hound and every other character in the story, maybe, is that he enters fights thinking maybe this is the time I get to stop living. Mm-hmm. And 
it never yeah. works out for yeah. her. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that, but it's a good what, point. What if the hound was the guy? What if he was the prince that was promised and ends up saving the world with a flaming sword? A guy who's afraid of fire saves the world with a flaming Ooh, that'd sword. Be that'd, cool. be, that'd be pretty cheap. <laughs> the, but then I don't see how I don't see how he makes that uh, the whole if if we're sticking completely true to the prophecy how he sticks his sword into his wife because he doesn't really seem like he loves any one woman. Well, hey, it's interesting you said that the 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 warrior that is the prince that was Araki Araki high or whatever he had a flaming sword. There yeah. is only one character we know of right that remains mm-hmm. having a flaming sword. Uh, yeah. uh Dondarian, isn't it right. Dondarian? Mm-hmm. Who? Well, so okay, so let me throw a wrench does, into that, though. In the books, he's not alive. They instead bring oh, back Catelyn Stark instead of him. So if he is Azor Ahai, then then the books can't be finished the same way, like even close. And I feel like that's not okay, going to happen. Okay. So. Well, I but just thought is, about no, it. That's but, a yeah. really interesting thought, but it just, in that sense, doesn't work. Okay. Tyrion? If you think they're going to end the same. I'm saying you Tyrion You missed but Euron, hmm. Euron's got to die. We all agree with that, right? Yeah, yeah, Euron's just got to die. He's a dick. Yes. I hope he dies in an awesome so, death. Like, I hope. Yeah. yeah. But. I mean, no. Explosions. Yeah, he's a moron. He's going to die sooner. What about Tyrion? What do we think about Tyrion? Eats him. <clears throat> Tyrion lives. I think anybody? Tyrion makes it. Sorry, I skipped, but I think Tyrion makes it. I think so, too. I, I think Tyrion lives on. I mean, he just finds a way, keeps on trucking. He's clever. He's clever. <laughs> then again, that Tyrion would be another dies. way to break all of our hearts. Yeah, I think mm. Tyrion is the last big death that happens in the series that we just won't be okay with. But I think that in his honor, that's how democracy in Westeros gets set up. That's just my thinking. Yeah, yeah. I think agree? he lives. Absolutely happened. I think he lives, and I yeah, I think he, he lives. Helps everybody out. Mm-hmm. Gendry, I personally with Gendry, I think he dies, and it's not even they make it like it's a real sad moment. But probably something real big happens right after. Like we don't get time to dwell on it, but it is something you like later. You're like, oh shit, Gendry is dead. You know, one of those kind of things. What do y'all think? Agree. Completely. Completely. Agree. Disagree. Completely agree. Agree. The man. Okay. The man ran from where they were fighting the White Walkers to the wall in 45 minutes. Who can catch him? <laughs> That's not going to happen. He that is true. He's like Flash. Like seven years. He's fine. He can beat anyone at this point. <laughs> and he can uh, handle a hammer. By yeah. God. What idiot's going <laughs> to carry a hammer into battle with the White Walkers? But this man will, and he is fine. <laughs> He's fine with a hammer. <laughs> Our boy. And also, he's a dreamboat. Jorah Mormont. The, sand, oh, the Sandman mm-hmm. couldn't beat Jorah. So, what can? Do we think he ends up getting killed? Or what do you think, uh, Hannah? He's dead. Mr. Friendzone. He's dead. <laughs> he's dead. I love him and I don't. But yeah, he's. He's dead, and I mean, I think I think he dies like outside of outside of battle at some some death that's not so cool and not something he would choose. Just a bummer death. Yeah, I agree with that. Bummer. Or like he's murdered for no reason or something like that. Yeah, he's yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, I, uh, I think somehow Jorah saves. It. I don't know. I, that one's tough for me. I think Jorah like saves someone really big and then dies. Like maybe saves Samuel. Like Samuel gives him that Valyrian sword and he fights off a shit ton of people. But well, it, maybe. it saves a big. I don't know. I, I I do think he dies though. I don't think he ends up living. What do you think, Dad? Did you already say? No, but I think he dies with Danny kissing him on the cheek as he as he passes away. Keep I that friend zone Aww. going. He gets kissed on the cheek. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he'll get. I think that's how it ends. Poor Jorah. Jorah I love Jorah. Jorah is I love Jorah. Always have. My mm-hmm. favorite character, maybe. Melisandre, what do we think about her? She what she said she has to die. So I mean I guess we assume yeah. she's going to, right? Yeah, we can all agree well, she does. I will say, I, I will Earth. say that she has been wrong about prophecy every time she's looking yeah. into flames. But I think she's right here. This might be the first time she's one hundred percent okay. <laughs> yeah, she's finally <laughs> right, and it's her death. <laughs> now, on that, we didn't write it down. But on that, uh, Varys, 
she told him Varys, he I was had the to die. one I wanted. Yeah. What do you guys think? I think Varys lives. Him. I, I think, think Varys lives. That's another really... prophecy that she said, so maybe she'll be wrong. I kind of think Varys lives. What do you think, Hannah? Uh, I think he dies. Um, mm. I think his something happens. His little birds get away from him or something. He, uh, But uh, yeah, I don't think it's very climactic, but I think he dies. Interesting. I'm gonna miss I think he There's, dies. I, Go ahead. I was going to say, I just need some more good dialogue scenes between Varys and, and Tyrion. They just have some. And Tyrion. Some, oh, yeah. they are the best. Yes. <laughs> like when, I think when he's like, what, what did the scroll say? He's like, it's it's a it's a sealed scroll for a king. And he goes, all right. So yeah. what did it say? What did it say? <laughs> <laughs> and of I course, think Varys just it. tells him exactly what it says. <laughs> yeah. I think he dies uh, right after his hair starts to grow out. And we realize that he grows silver hair like a Targaryen and he's been a Targaryen this entire time. Um, that's that's why he was worth paying all that extra money for, for that blood sacrifice that happened to him when he was a kid. He's been keeping it shaved this whole time. He's been hiding yeah. it from us. Yeah, because no one would buy him as the true king. He doesn't, you know, they they don't see men without their genitals as useful parts of society in this world. So he hasn't exposed himself as such and then just rose up the ranks in his own ways. So And that would make sense why he's all on the side of, on da- Daenerys' side too. Yep. Yep. Wait, do you actually think he's going to grow out silver hair at some point? Well, maybe not, but I do think that I do think he's a secret Targaryen. Mm. Wow. Okay. I hadn't even thought about that. But I hadn't either, but could he be. He has been okay. kind of a, a big Danny fan for a long time. He's been like slowly working these puzzle pieces for a long time. There's these uh, stories that George R. R. Martin wrote as like prequels about two characters named Duncan Egg. Well, Egg is the Aegon that, uh, that Maester Aemon at the wall says, Egg, I thought you were, I, I dreamed we were old. That's who he's talking to is Egg. And uh, Egg was called Egg because he was Aegon and shaved his head to hide the fact that he was a Targaryen. And so he had an egg-shaped bald head, much like the way George R. R. Martin describes Varys the first time we meet him. So just fun fact. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> and then, LJ, yeah. you act like Yara's already dead. You think Yara's yeah, gone? Yeah, she's dead. Girl dead. My girl, Yara Greyjoy. She had yeah. one slip up where she wanted to have a little... Have a little fun down there with with some with some. Yep, I forget her name, yep. but Martell, the, the, the girl, Alaria. Alaria, yeah, yeah. She just mm-hmm. she got a little Girls. caught up and got a little bit of blinded, yep. and that one slip up cost her. I I think ah oh yeah, she probably dies. Yeah, I bet Theon yep. dies while trying to save why tries to save her. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, dies. like LJ said, Euron either dies at that same moment or a little after in big fireworks, like a big explosion, but. I could see oh. that the reason that makes sense to me. The reason that Euron dies is something Yara did self-sacrificially to take him out of the world. That'd be yeah, interesting to me. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Um, any other names we want to touch on before? Uh, nope. Brienne. We oh, talked about Brienne. Brienne. Do, do we think? Do we think mm. Brienne and Jamie ever get a moment? Uh, we've already said we don't know of Torment. Like who? So who is <laughs> Brienne love? We, there's a lot of guys lo- she like, loves like little Jamie. She loves Jamie. Jamie. Renly. She'll never love another. She'll never no, love again. She loves Jamie. Nah. She loves Jamie. Yeah, really she loves, she loves Jamie. Jamie. Yeah. Nah, she loves Jamie. So what happens if all of them are <laughs> in the same? Not. What happens if they all get to Winterfell and there's Jamie, Tormund, and, and maybe that's why Tormund's got to be dead already because that, there's there's a love triangle that two men aren't going to be happy yeah. there. Hey, Jamie's going to lose that one. <laughs> he's going to lose to Tormund. He's just man, oh man, I'm telling you. <laughs> well, that, well, the Hound asked Tormund what he's doing, how he's still alive, and he was like, "Well, I'm pretty good at killing." That's that's how I'm still alive, and he, and he is. He's very good at killing. Well, and he's commented on uh, how uh, Jon Snow is prettier than both of his daughters, and so I think like it would be kind of poetic for him to lose Brienne to somebody that's prettier than Jon Snow. So, I think 
Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't argue with you there. Uh, who would you definitely want to have on your team? Um, Let's see. The person I would really want is... I want the Red Viper. Give me Oberyn Martell. Oh. He just was... No, he was a badass. One, I think he was the best fighter. I think he was the best fighter. And I think also he was just cool as hell. Like, I don't think the first time I watched through, I didn't realize how awesome of a character he was because he kind of just goes like all of a sudden he's gone. He's just there and then he's gone. And then when I watched back, knowing he was going to die soon, I like really paid attention to him. And he was just so cool. And they even talk about it on one of the inside the episodes where they're like, he just does whatever he wants. He doesn't care. He sleeps with a man. He doesn't care if you like it or not. He sleeps with a woman. He doesn't Mm -hmm. care if you like it or not. He loves his sister. He does. He's like all the other people, except for he doesn't try to hide it for what other people think. He just did whatever he wanted to. And then the only flaw he had was he pulled a Falcons in the Super Bowl when he was up 28 to three (laughs) and started talking (laughs) shit and and, and died. (laughs) He should have beat the mountain. Anyone else had, like, no one else could even beat the mountain, and he had him beat, and then he just. Mm-hmm. But, but that's the thing. Yeah. He even poisoned him, and he thought he had him beat, and he, cocky, big mouth, just let, let he's, he let himself get killed, and I think he would do it again. Yeah. That's the only reason, because yeah. I'm with re- you. He wouldn't try it a different way, I don't think. I think I'm, that's exactly, he just lost what he wanted to do. But I'm right. with you. If he, but yeah. he made that stupid mistake, and that's why he's not on my. Can I tell you a fun story about the actor? Um, so he's an acting coach. What is what he does, uh, for most of his money, apparently. And he had somebody come in trying to help him prepare for this audition for the show called game of Thrones that he hadn't even heard of. And, uh, and so as he was helping this kid prepare, well, this kid, I imagine this kid was probably 30 something, but, uh, as he was helping him prepare for this role, he, uh, he realized this would actually be a really great part for me. And so he secretly, without his student knowing, went and auditioned for the role and nailed it. So, <laughs> well, that guy, that actor, kills that that role. Yeah. He is so no, good. Yeah. Couldn't imagine anybody else in it. And not only is he a badass fighting like we like Dad mentioned earlier, like the dialogue between him and Cersei when they're talking about their kids and they have like a real connection. Like everything about Oberon was so cool, except for when he got too cocky and yeah. it sucked right there at the end. Everything until he got his skull crushed. He was awesome. Oh. Uh, I, want take, I want to take a different I want to take a different fighter though I'm going to take a different guy I, you know, well and it's tough because uh, Braun is one of them I love <laughs> me some Braun yeah he Braun is, is mm-hmm. a bad mofo man yeah. I love him but I just saw the scene where Jon Snow was meeting Ramsey Bolton in the field of battle for the Battle of the Bastards and he tells him why don't we just settle it the old way only one of us only one person has to die why don't just me and you get out here and fight mm-hmm. and he backs off and he says blah, blah, blah. I know my, my army will beat yours. I don't know if I'll beat you, but I know my army will beat yours. And Jon Snow goes, will they? When they realize you wouldn't fight for them? I mean, and he gets Rams. Yeah. I'm just, he gets him. Mm-hmm. He gets him. Well, and then what, he needed Sansa to save their ass. Sansa's yeah, the one yeah, that won that battle. Yeah. Sansa, yeah. Sansa's the one that won that battle. Yeah. No doubt about it. You know what's interesting um, about that scene is I, when I was doing, uh, I, I went back and I watched, maybe, I don't remember which episode it was, but it was maybe the one where Ned gets his head caught off. I don't know. But they, it's when they captured uh, Jamie Lannister Jamie, at the very yep. beginning. Same thing. Jamie says, "Tell uh, he says, Rob, the same thing. He says, why don't we just do this the old way? You fight me. And if you win, then y'all beat the Lannisters. And if I win, then we beat y'all. And Rob says the same thing that Bolton says, where he's like, Rob I know what happened. Out, yeah. It was interesting. Yeah. I didn't catch that the first time when I rewatched it. I, I didn't like, either. Wow. He says basically the word yeah. for word what Ramsey says, where he's like, I won't beat you one-on-one, but... I don't have to fight my you. army will beat your already. Yeah. 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 It's funny. That's, that's really interesting to me. Like as a, as a storyteller person professionally, like that, 
is like we we hear Rob say it and we're like, that's the right thing. That is the true honorable thing to do. Yeah. And then we hear Ramsey yeah. say it and we're like, yeah. what a scumbag what a yeah awful like, what a being. loser what a punk yeah. little bitch yeah. you know and then when rob says really it, like, <laughs> yeah rob yeah. says it and all i hear is like king of the north king of the north <laughs> king of the north <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what about you hannah what's who's who's the person you want by your side so i have two answers for this because okay we're tony talking- well, shut up. We're talking in Game of Thrones world, right? So I'm not the person I am right now. In Game of Thrones world, I see myself as like a Brienne of Tarth, Arya Stark kind of person, yeah. combat kind yeah. of person who um, doesn't need protection. So I feel like my best ally, my best partner um, would be someone like Tyrion uh, to help offset and help me deal with social situations Although, and give me connections. Season seven. Season seven, Tyrion did a lot of fucking up there with his suggestions for Danny because he quit drinking. He needs to drink and whore around. When he when he's not drinking and whoring, he's not as good. Yeah, I think um, you're onto something. I will say, I think he's like Tyrion- Tiger Woods. I think I don't think Tyrion made wrong calls. I think they just didn't work out. Like I think that's kind of the thing a shooter keeps shooting. Like I think he's still got the great shot. But sometimes they just don't. Yeah, Tyrion is like the epitome of like when you make a, a fantasy start on your fantasy football team. You made the right decision, like the matchup was in your yeah. favor, it just didn't work out. Tyrion, yeah. most of his yeah. calls, yeah. most of his calls are like they're very logical and they're they're right calls. It just didn't work. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and the only so thing I, is, like, I like he didn't that plan properly for Euron all day every day. Like Euron's the only yeah. thing that messed him up every step of the way. So well, well and Jamie sick. completely outsmarted him at. Mm-hmm. Uh, by bringing his people Castle home Rock, and then sending yeah. Euron in, so yeah. <laughs> well, so we've got Tyrion on the one hand, and then the other hand, um, if if I have to just be bolted into the world right now, the way I am right now, I need um, someone like the Hound or Bronn or Gendry that I can that can take care of me, but also I can talk them out of situations, and I can they're they're capable of the soft side and getting attached to somebody, but. Also, like, can beat somebody's ass if I need to get out of a situation. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. I like that. Bronze. One of my favorite characters yeah. of the whole yeah. series. We didn't answer. Bronn we didn't answer great. this before, or no? Did we answer on Bronn dying? Does he? Does he die? I feel like oh, he probably we didn't, does. No, he's not on the list. No, we didn't. I he's feel not like on the he does. And it's gonna I suck because Bronze awesome. Yeah. He's hilarious. He never Don't gets his damn moon. castle and pretty wife. Yeah, oh. you know. uh they asked him, they asked the actor, uh, he, they, they, someone saw him at a beach in Bulgaria or something like that. And they were like, were you here filming for Game of Thrones? And he's like, I just heard they had pretty castles out here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Elle, who's, yeah. who's your ally? Who, you're picking, picking one to be by your, uh, by your side. Ramin Javadi. Of course. Uh, elaborate, please, sir. <laughs> That is the composer for Game of Thrones. And could you imagine Badass, the sound <laughs> That man, he's like, so I just there actually two, there read there's composers. a really good article. Well, I was Go going to say there's a really good article about him on The Ringer. And it, it's okay. it's really cool him just talking about what he does with Game of Thrones and then the, the book, it, the show itself. But God, the music for Game of Thrones is amazing. Yeah. There are two mm-hmm. composers that if I could just have in my back pocket, I would like, I, I idolize them. It's. Ramin Javadi, and uh, who also does amazing work on Westworld, by the way, and then yeah. Ludwig Göransson, who did the Black Panther slash Community slash all of Donald Glover's music. Um, so yeah, I will. 
I will I will give you like every moment where there's like a song like at the end of an episode or even during an episode, but every moment where there's a big something happening, there's no word say being said. The music always is like the epitome of the emotion you're feeling watching. Well, mm-hmm. It is just and perfect. you know another thing that I don't know if this is uh, uh, Javadi's job specifically, but there's some genius in there that decides sometimes to just pull music out when there would normally be music, and it's genius. Like pretty yeah. much. Watch the Battle of Hardhome and like 99 uh, movies out of 100, that scene is going to be underscored the entire time. But when he's fighting the White Walker, I think they pull all music when like we just pull all music throughout half of that battle, which is just incredibly smart. It's Mm -hmm. it really helps it hit harder because you don't get lost in the when the the red wedding when the red wedding ends like that last scene where Catalan gets killed and it's just yeah, nothing. It's just dead. That's deadly silent. I tell my students all the time is like to be a really great sound designer. The truth is you have to know when to say, we don't need any sound here because that's really hard to do as a sound designer. And man, Mm -hmm. when it's right, it's right. Oh, you know, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. We answered, we, we did all this and no mention of Jorah as an ally. That dude is as loyal as it freaking gets. He battled back (laughs) from everything. He got sent away three times. Dude's an idiot. He's also a little old, right? He gets himself in situations that he needs help to get out of. That's why he wasn't on my list. He's a little long in the tooth, Kevin. He he should have died 10 times that he couldn't, he couldn't. The only reason he got out was because he had Tyrion or because he had Danny or because he had Dario or Grey Worm. Like the dude bites off more than he can chew and then he picks good company. And I guess maybe that's a good power though. I guess maybe now that I'm thinking about it, that's somebody I want in Westeros is somebody that finds good company Shoot. maybe maybe i maybe uh honorable mention i want the drunk priest that always brought back uh yeah what's it what's his name like one uh, we always got some wine on deck at all times so we can always get down <laughs> with a good time and then two if i were to die he can always bring me back as long as i as long as no bears come around <laughs> no dead bears we'll be fine yeah 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 i don't know man i am just so pumped for this season me too I'm, I think it's going to be good. I think they'll find a way, like LJ said. I think they're going to do a, a, a great way of tying a bunch of knots, and that's what this season's going to be a lot of. The Marinese. I'm just excited, and I think I honestly, we just spit out all these theories, and we sound real confident. I'm the only thing I'm actually confident in is I don't know a damn thing that's going to happen. Like, yeah. it's, whatever yeah. they do is going to be really cool, and I can't wait. Yep, agreed, 100. Yeah. percent So, do we need to rank our intellectual level of Game <laughs> of Thrones right. now? Um, <laughs> that's right. If yeah, if we're going on straight up just factual things of Game of Thrones, like can you recall? I'm about a three. Yeah, I was gonna say three. I might, I might get a little crazy and go three point five if I'm feeling extra spicy that day. But yeah, I'm, I'm a lot lower than I thought. Yeah, me too. I'm gonna go with the strong eight because I feel like if we would have gone with house names for a lot longer, I would have killed that game. Just saying, I missed some quotes. Whatever. Strong eight. Yeah. <laughs> the guy that lives under the same roof as the person making the quiz. I'm not saying, Hannah, I'm not saying know, you let hey. him do anything, but I, LJ, Augustus McRae once told us, a man that won't cheat for a poke. And I'm, I'm not saying LJ hadn't looked at some of your questions a few times. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> I'm just saying, Kevin, they're sleeping together. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. You, know, you don't, don't trust me. <laughs> you know, I, I don't, don't trust LJ. Like it's the thing. Uh, yeah, it's LJ we don't trust. Do. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. The the ugly face of jealousy rears its head. <laughs> okay, I'm not giving myself a real three. I'm gonna give myself a five. I'm gonna give I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a five right. after the thing. So I'm gonna give myself a tight there. seven. Not a strong seven, but That's a tight seven. I mean, I won the contest. I came back and won the contest. You did? Yeah. 
Yeah, proud of you. Yes. Take that, rewind it back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, All right, we got, probably have to sign off. This is knocking on four hours. I oh hope the listeners God. don't have to listen to four hours of us just bullshitting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, please Good do Lord. your magic, LJ. I do have one last question. One cra- real quick last question. There's so no cereal thing. for real, cereal for real was the, was the rain dancer, right? The, water the sword dancer. Yeah. trainer, mm-hmm. the water dancer. For real do you think he's kin to Derek for real? Do you think he's kin to Derek for real <laughs> in the, uh, you know what I'm talking about in the Johnny Depp movie? <laughs> what? <laughs> and this seems like a perfect way to end it. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yes, yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, boy. He blow. Was, he was in blow. Yeah, Derek Farrell in blow. LJ, he was waiting on uh, that. Uh, he was able to save that one, unlike his Joe Flacco joke, which couldn't wait. He was, he, he, <laughs> he's been sitting on that for three hours and 45 minutes. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, I'm done. I'm oh, done. my goodness. <laughs> All right, well, that'll do it for another episode of the Just Press Play podcast. And uh, we are now getting ready to just binge another, like, the last couple episodes of Season 7 of Game of Thrones so we can get ready for Season 8. Uh, give us a rate and review. You can probably hop on our uh, the website at jpppod.com or on our Facebook or leave us a review on how wrong we were at either of our theories or how dumb we were at some of these trivia questions. Just anything. We Maybe my bookie has so odds on it. They probably. Yeah. I, I, don't, I always wonder how those odds work because, like, couldn't the actors go go bet on it? Then again, I guess I just you this up every time we talk about betting. Couldn't Romo? Couldn't? I, I'm just saying, there's got to be something out there. But we appreciate you listening to us, and we hope you're just excited for Game of Thrones as we are. And for another week, that'll do it. Peace out. Peace. Peace. Bye.